Welcome to the Film 7 Podcast, the show that keeps you updated with all the latest movie and TV news. My name is Andy, and I've got my sidekick, Jake. How's it going, everybody? Great. Now, a lot has happened this week, so let's kick it off. Um, Jake, Warner Brothers released a final trailer for the Aquaman movie. Seen it? Yes, I have. What do you think? Uh, I really like the trailer. I think, uh, as I've always said before, uh, to make a trailer, you have to do one of two things. You mm-hmm. have to get me excited about the movie if I'm not already excited about it. Mm-hmm. Or if I am excited about it, get me excited even more. And that's what this uh, trailer did for me. Yeah. So, I mean, I get what you said. But I watched the trailer and the first thing that came out of my mind is, yeah, seen that. I've seen all of this before. Been there, done that. It's just a different character. I didn't see anything that would excite me. You know, people would love it. Kids would love it. It's flashy. It's got a bit of action. It's got my mom shouting and being the dude. But I don't know, man. It's just and, and you know, I, and here's the thing. I just think like these movies, the trail. It's just hit that point of I think. The point of marginal returns and so much effort and you get little back. I mean, there was nothing in it that just stood out for me. I can tell you what the film is, like literally. I, I mean, I, I would agree with you on in terms of story beats. I could uh, probably tell you where the film starts and, and where it's going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a lot of the early reviewers who've had a test screening yeah. uh, said it's, it's sort of similar in the sense of uh, Black Panther. Yeah. Where, you know, like a king comes back to his homeland yeah. and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but like we were sort of saying uh, when we were talking before, when it comes to core characters, famous mm-hmm. characters like Aquaman, like yeah. Superman, like mm-hmm. Batman, those, those, you know, the core essential characters that the whole world knows. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you start to stray away from the stuff that's not canon or not necessarily canon, but from the source material, yeah. uh, fans yeah. do get a bit upset when you start to do it. So... It is, in a way, it is a safe move mm-hmm. to have a story that we are sort of familiar with. Yeah. But I think it's going to take it to a new world that we haven't explored before. And that the main thing I got from this trailer, uh, which is what, like you said, is that it looks really good. It looks good, good yeah. It, it, like visually. It yeah. looks, and I, I stand by that. I think it looks fantastic, especially the, the underwater stuff. Yeah. Like nobody really has ever gotten underwater stuff right. Like even last year's Justice League, yeah. when they did the underwater scenes, I was a bit... No, I, th- I thought they were kind of sketchy, yeah. the visual effects. Uh, James Wan, the director of this movie, who I have utmost faith in. Yeah. You know, he's directed the last two Conjuring, uh, Conjuring movies, uh, Fast 7. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can make fantastic movies. He comes from a horror background, but then he showed it off with Fast 7, that you can, he can do big blockbusters. And I think uh, he came out ages ago saying... Uh, we're not showing the trailer because the visual effects aren't ready. Mm-hmm. So it goes to show that he's put a lot of care and attention to making the visual effects look right. Because yeah. if they look wrong, everybody will be able to see them. Yeah, I mean, I get all of that. All I'm just saying is that, like, all I'm saying is there is nothing new. It's just same old. You would expect a Disney movie to look good. I mean, a, a DC movie to look good. It's always going to look good. You know, they've got the money. They can do anything. But tell this, an old story in a new way. Be creative. Just give us something new. No. Like, yeah. I think you should leave that to the sequel, though. Yeah, but because why? Because with, with the first movie, you have to remember Aquaman 
he was a joke character. Yeah. Like even in the comic world, myself like included. the Flash. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the, he was just some goofy character that could talk to fish. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He he was considered a joke, and and, and then when they rebooted him in the, um, in twenty eleven, I think it was twenty eleven when DC rebooted it and called the New Fifty Two. Yeah. Uh, they redid Aquaman in a way that I thought, wow, but this guy's a badass. Like, yeah, I mean, uh, so he's only just got in back into popular culture, and uh, he hasn't really been in a movie yet. Like, obviously, he small snippet in Batman vs Superman. And obviously, he was in Justice League. Now, yeah. whatever you think about the movie, me personally, I, I loved I, it. I, yeah. I liked. I, I thought the movie was okay. Yeah, but. Jason Momoa's performance was very. I enjoyed yep. his Aquaman. Yep. Uh, I like the sort of like bro, you know that. Yeah. The dude, the dude, dude like kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. Sort of thing. Um, yeah. Just overall, I, I, I'm happy about what they've said about the movie. The test reviewers have said that it's, it's very good. Yeah. It is very good that it, it is. It's up there with Wonder Woman in terms of the DC quality. Oh no, it can't be up there with Wonder Woman. Well, it we can't. We, well, we don't know that until we watch it. Do we? we we don't, but no, it can't be. There was more to Wonder Woman than the film. It's Wonder Woman is like Black Panther. There is more to it than there just was, the story. A, there was more of a social message behind it. What Black um, Aquaman? Uh, what? Um, Wonder Woman. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, and like Black Panther. exactly yeah. films that do that. You, they're just on a different level. You know, you know. So Aquaman is just gonna is gonna be a nice movie, personally. And we will, of course, we'll talk about this next month after we've seen it. I, I'm I'm scared for the movie. You're scared for the movie. I'm scared for the movie. I'm 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 always the optimist. So yeah, I, I'm quite excited about the movie. I think it's gonna do well. I think it's gonna earn a lot of money. It will always end more because uh, you know. The last three years, we've had a Star Wars movie at this period. Yeah. Nothing this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think Aquaman's going to claim that spot in taking all the December money. I doubt it. Well, December. The, is... the, the only real competition it has is Mary Poppins. Okay. The, you know, the sequel. Yeah. The, the new, which obviously that's going to be, that's going to earn a load of money as well yeah. because the kids and stuff like that. But I, mean, uh, I think Aquaman's going to do very well. I think it's going to... If I was to say it's opening weekend, I would say it does close to a hundred million. Hundred? How much did did how much did Ant Man make in the first week? Uh, I, the first one or the second one? The second one. The second one, I think it uh, around. I don't know the exact number, yeah. but it's around the seventy-five million territory. Okay. Do you think it's going to do similar to that? Yeah, yeah. I really think it. I I, I don't think it's going to go well. This Aquaman okay. movie, I, I just I don't think so because there is nothing in it that, um, it's not okay. Okay, okay. We're talk, since we're talking about um trailers, let, let's move on to the, to something else. Did you see the um the Lion King trailer? Of course I did. Everybody yeah, saw. I think everybody <laughs> in the planet saw that. Trailer, exactly, like, it was everywhere. Like on my Facebook wall, I know, like ten people shared it. Like what? Like really? There was something inspirational about that trailer. I don't know. There's just something about it. It's it's more. I think it's more nostalgia. Nostalgia because because you know this movie is the first one came out. I think it was ninety four. So yeah. it's been twenty five years next year. Yeah. So yeah, it's actually it's coming out twenty five years after the original movie. Um, so I think there's something special in that regards. I mean, what can I say more yeah. than just wow? Yeah, but you see, so compared with, I mean, it's just, there's a hype about, there's a hype about the, um, um, the Lion King and you, you don't get half of that for Aquaman. 
you know, and that's just no, yeah, my, that, that's very true. I'm just scared. I'm just scared. Like, for Lion it. King has a much, much wider audience. True. It has. Well, yeah. It, it, first of all, like we said, it had. It has the original movie that mm-hmm. everyone's a big fan of. It is my pers- my favorite Disney movie. Yeah, it's so up it's, there. It, it's it's always been my favorite DC yeah. uh, Disney movie. Um, so I'm very excited about it. I loved uh, a couple of years ago when they released the Jungle Book. Yeah, that was good. Um, I fell in love with that. I've always been a big fan of the original as well, but watching the live action, I was like, this is flawless. The CGI was mm. insanity. It was so good that mm-hmm. like, you could really see every drop of water, every plate yeah. of grass, and the fact that all of it, bar Mowgli, was CGI was incredible. Yeah. So now we're going to go to The Lion King, done by John Farrow, mm-hmm. same guy who did John Well, Luke. before that, we're going to do Aladdin, aren't we? Oh, Aladdin is comes out next year i think yeah it's gonna be before the lion king i think i'm not sure the trailer isn't I've, out yeah they just did this yeah, trailer trailer. i'll have to i'll have to double check yeah when it comes out i know pretty sure the lion king will come out in the summer yeah yeah july july 19th the day july after, 19th yeah the day after yeah, my so birthday it's gonna yeah. be a summer blockbuster movie yeah so it's gonna be good that's gonna earn a lot of money as well oh my goodness that's gonna, that's gonna earn big bucks like uh, if you saw like beauty and the beast um, yeah yeah, a loads of money yeah. this opening weekend. I think this one might, yeah, yeah, potential. Mm. I think. I mean, this might be a bit outrageous, but I think it could break the two hundred million. What? It's gonna go better than that. You this is two, Lion King. It's the Lion King, but it, I don't think it's it's gonna. So everybody loved Lion King. Not everybody loved Beauty and the Beast. Beast, like okay. When Beauty and the Beast is, and no, I'm gonna go. That was gonna. I was gonna make a comment, but it's just gonna be very political. So. But Lion King, guys and girls loved Lion King. But you can't say the same for Beauty and the Beast. I may be saying nonsense here, but um, I just think Lion King is going to do much better than Beauty and the Beast. I, I really like it. Oh, I'm I excited. Think, well, I mean, Beauty the f- and the Beast at like 170, 180. Yeah. So I think it will break the 200 million mark. Yeah. Um, but aside from that, the financial side of it, I just think it's going to be a fantastic film. You know, the first thing for I, I, me... I really f- think this is going to be one of Disney's big hitters. Yeah. Uh, that in 25 years from now, you're going to look back at this one and go... Yeah. Oh, yeah no. that, that stands the test of time, this movie. Well, I mean, I was saying to you, like, the first, when, I, when I saw the trailer, the first thing that came to my mind was, is James L. Jones going to be in there? For those of you, James L. Jones is the voice of Mufasa and Darth Vader. I was like... Um, if James L. Jones is in this movie, I'm sold. Then the trailer went in. The first sound you hear is James L. Jones. I was like, yep, did, did take you, my money. Did you yeah. not know he was already announced? No, I didn't. Yeah, I did no, not know. Came, no. It came out a while ago that uh, he, was, he was coming back. No, oh man. I, I, that guy's voice. They sort of, they sort of had to. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of sad they didn't get some of the other cast members, the original ones. Like mm. I would have loved if Jeremy Irons came back and did Scar. Oh, that would have been good. Well, I wonder why they didn't I, do I'm, that. No idea. Scheduling and all of that. It could have yeah. been a hundred of one number. He of was things. so good. Because they recast everyone except for Mufasa. And I think because James Earl Jones has got such an iconic voice, mm. obviously, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, aside from Darth Vader being Mufasa. Yeah. They, yeah. Had, so they sort of had to get him back. Jeremy Irons was good as Scar, though. You know, he had that. Who, who's doing uh, Scar? Chuy Edgeford is doing the voice of Scar, which I, he... I, I am looking forward to. I mean. He's, a, he's like, a fantastic actor. He is a very good actor. I love him. Um, but here's the thing about villains, and Hollywood has caught on this. You have to be, you have to have a posh 
English accent it's, to be a villain. It's always the Hollywood it's a stereotype, cliche, yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. The British villain. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Because, you know, once you have that posh accent, you sound more there's, intelligent. There's, there's something about British accents that the Americans find almost like evil. Yeah, you know, because if, 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 if a villain is intelligent, he makes him more dangerous. Yeah. So, and there's and this I'm sorry, about... Americans, but British people sound more intelligent. Like, <laughs> they <it's, it's>, do. <laughs> well, they kind of do. I wish that anyway. Yeah, but, you know, that's... um. Uh, I don't know how to, but I, I think I'd love to see Jeremy Irons back. He's the, he's the, he's the best um, Alfred in Batman. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think he's the best Alfred. You know, yeah, he's a very. I, I mean, we're not going to get into this, but I, I think he's on par with Michael Caine as well. Yeah, I think I like him a bit younger, but okay. Um, another trailer since we're talking about trailers. So a lot of trailers come out this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, yeah. they want to get that Christmas money. Well, yeah, <laughs> make that Christmas money. Sell a lot of toys. Like, yeah, exactly. So uh, what other trailers? Come um, out did you see the, the Deadpool once upon a once upon a Christmas movie? Once upon a Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I did. I did see it. Yeah, that was funny, man. What uh, do you think? I mean, like, let me. I'm gonna go in here. Like, let me tell you my thoughts on this. Yeah. So, from a trailer point of view, yep, it's a great trailer. Yeah. Uh, made me laugh, which is what it's supposed to do. Yeah. And. You know, it could be a good movie. I'm interested to see what this movie could be. It, it could be a good movie. It could could be a barrel of laughs. But it, it's not so much the problem I have with the movie itself. It's what what what's going to happen in the future. Mm. So it's it's everywhere now that it's pretty much all but confirmed. But Disney are going to be buying Fox. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So yep. when Disney buy Fox, they bring bring in a lot of properties, and obviously the ones that fans are most eager to see back yeah. to. Disney, mm-hmm. a, la, a la Marvel, yeah. is obviously the X-Men, mm-hmm. the Fantastic Four. Yeah. And obviously, if they go back, Deadpool's going to have to go back. Mm. Everybody's worried about, are they going to make Deadpool PG-13 now, once it goes mm. back to Disney? Mm-hmm. Now, at first I thought, no, I don't think they could do that, because <sighs> just look at the first two Deadpool movies, you know, they are hard R. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's not hard R for the sake of being hard R. It yes. is relevant to the, what the character is. That yeah. is the that is the character. Yeah. If I saw him any other way, I'd be confused. Exactly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He is. He's a foul mouth. You know, guy who just and yeah, it's hard R with all this violence and, uh, you know, Gore reassembling and... limbs and yeah. things. It, it, it's crazy. It's stuff that kids shouldn't be Should seeing. Yeah. So my problem lies with this movie is that if this movie is released. And it makes a lot of money. So here's the question. Sorry, is this a new movie? No, no, no. So this is a re-edit of Deadpool 2. Okay. All right. Okay. Which I'm really worried about because like half the movie, at least half the movie has got to be swear words. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's a funny thing in ratings that if you say the F-bomb more than once, it becomes a rated R. Mm. Okay. (laughs) So you think how many f bombs are in Deadpool? Yeah. I mean, the the villain. What's that guy? The Australian dude. What's his name? Um, From, oh, oh um, Fire Fist. Yeah, yeah, he cursed a lot. Yeah, you know? and he's uh, and he's a fourteen year old kid. Yeah, how are you gonna take that away from a Deadpool movie? I mean, that's, like that's what I mean. So I'm worried about that if this movie comes out and it does well, uh, that Disney go ah, PG thirteen works no, and it still earns a lot of money. So let's make PG thirteen. And no. I think we will lose that specialness that because. Yeah, all the Marvel movies are PG thirteen, mm-hmm. but that's fine because they are the way they are. Mm-hmm. You know, Deadpool is a radar movie. 
Yeah. Like that his he is a rated R character. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're gonna do that. I, I really don't think it's bad for business if they it's do that. It's bad for business, but you know what I mean? But you know what Disney are like in their properties. Yeah. They they you know, I mean they're not gonna take um if it's not broken, don't fix it. If the rated R movies were not making money, then they'd take it down to PG thirteen and see what happens. But the rated the PG the, you know, the rated R movies are doing so good. You know, this guy did good. Deadpool did good. Um, both, Wolverine. Both, both Deadpool movies combined earned half a billion dollars. So why would they change it? No, sorry, it? no, sorry. One and a half billion dollars. So why would they change it? It doesn't make sense. Why would they change it? You know? Yeah. Wolverine did well. Sorry? Wolverine. Um, the Wolverine. Wolverine? Oh, yeah. Logan. What, yeah. Forget I'm that, sorry, an, Logan. An, a, another perfect example. Yeah. It didn't earn the, the amount of money that uh, Deadpool did, but it didn't need to. Because it's not that type of, it wasn't that type of big market movie. Mm. It was it was a character study. Yeah. So that's why that was a bit different. But the, and I hold Logan as one of the best comic book movies ever made. Mm-hmm. Rated R. It's rated R. Exactly. So. And there's been it's something other it rated R the movies. Some have worked. Some haven't. You know, Watchmen was rated R. Uh, mm-hmm. Beef of Vendetta was rated R. Oh yeah, I loved that. Uh, Three hundred was rated R. You see. There's it plenty works. of comic book movies that are rated R. Yeah, it works because you know, like we we're saying the other day, like these are franchises we grew up with and now we're old we got the money you know so they're now giving it to us the way we saw it in the comics so imagine 300 being pg-13 no blood it it just wouldn't work it wasn't it it wasn't a pg-13 book so why would you make a pg-13 movie exactly you know speaking of rated r um margot robbie oh yes she released an image of the script for the movie called Birds of Birds of Prey, and the fantabulous let me say this right, and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Yeah, that's a bit of a tongue twister, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, but I love it though. I, may I'm so excited for this movie. Yeah, like, I was so skeptical about you know the future of DC and what they're doing because at one point they were throwing movies out left, right, and saying oh, we're going to mm-hmm. do this, we're going to do that, and they just didn't seem to be any structure. You know, they've announced like a hundred movies, but only, only like three are in development. Mm. Do, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, that's another podcast entirely. We could go in for <laughs> hours about Warner Brothers and how they're handling the DC universe. Mm-hmm. But I digress. Margot Robbie is spearheading this film. Yeah. Now, you know, oh, I, 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 I wasn't particularly like... too fond of Suicide Squad, but one thing I did take from it was she Margot was, Robbie was fantastic yeah. as yeah, Harley Quinn. Yeah, she was. Yeah. She really embraced the character. Mm-hmm. Um uh, and I think this is good for her. This is going to be very similar to Wonder Woman in a very woman-centric film. Yeah. Um, you know, Badass got, woman. Yeah, yeah. it's going gonna, it's gonna to focus on a team of very famous DC female characters. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Harley Quinn, mm-hmm. uh, Huntress, mm-hmm. Black mm-hmm. Canary, yeah. and uh, Renee Montoya, mm-hmm. as most Batman fans will know as, you know, she works in the GCPD mm-hmm. alongside Jim Gordon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and they're going to be facing up against the Black Mask villain, mm. which is cool because I've never. It'd be cool to see him in live action. We've never so seen him. So it's villain versus villain. It's not villain versus. It's one of those weird ones. It's gray versus black. Yeah, it's, it's not it's, white it's a little versus bit, black. Sort of like Suicide Squad. It's a little bit of gray mixed in there. I mean, Huntress and Black Canary—they're primarily heroes. Mm-hmm. But they're going to team up. I mean, and Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn is what Harley Quinn is. She's she's just a nutcase. She has issues, doesn't she? Yeah, she has a lot of issues. Do you uh, see like? Um, do you see a trend in the industry whereby because there is that Joker movie coming out? Okay, yeah. So do you think there is a trend in the industry where studios are going 
people have seen enough of superheroes let's turn our attention to super villains and let's walk on those characters yeah yeah uh that there yeah there is a new trend i think in exploring that um I've heard a lot of rumors about we're going to do this character and that character. Some mm -hmm. are interesting, some are not so interesting. Like which one isn't interesting? Um, I don't think a Shazam, uh, not Shazam, a Black, Black Adam, Adam movie. I, I don't think that's necessary. Mm -hmm. Really, don't think that's necessary. Yeah. Um, you know, I heard about this Joker and Harley Quinn movie. That I, I, I think that'll be nice. I mean, like a, a rom com type this type of thing. Like doesn't it doesn't interest me in the slightest. Like. With with DC, I mean, they haven't. The problem with DC is that they, they they're trying to get all these movies out yeah. when they still haven't even really structured their core characters yet. True, Superman is a Super, mess. Like, you know, is... I mean, like, I know your views on Henry Cavill. You yeah. don't particularly like him as Superman. I think yeah. I think he's a great Superman. Um, no, I stand by that. I think Man of Steel is is a massive piece of a movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. Uh, I I think it's fantastic. It's probably my favorite DC movie. Like of the of the new the okay the, 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 I was just quoting no no, no like, like of all the DC movies no yeah. but of like this the new the this new the, universe the, yeah. DC universe so mm -hmm. Man of Steel is my favorite yeah um I thought he was uh, played very unfairly in Batman v Superman he wasn't given a lot to do it, I mean it's uh, Batman it v was Superman, more it was primarily Superman. a Batman movie. yeah it was a Batman v Superman not Superman v Batman but you know uh, he is a good actor I but just yeah but they think... didn't really develop him and then we got to Justice League and finally he became the sort of Superman that we were, we were wanting. Mm -hmm. And then we hear that he's no longer going to be Superman. The ongoing saga with Ben Affleck and Batman. He he, he still hasn't had his own Batman movie, which mm -hmm. I find strange. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, the only exception is Wonder Woman. Yeah, Wonder Woman. You know, she 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 tore it apart. But you know, they haven't given us a Superman sequel that everyone wants. They haven't given us the Batman movie that everyone wants. Mm. You know, um, Aquaman's coming out. Yeah, you know, the Flash movie just keeps on getting delayed and delayed and delayed. Yeah. So I'm just wondering, like, like it's it's great to explore other characters, yeah. But I think you should do that once you've established your core characters. That's what Marvel did. That's what's worked. Well, that's what Marvel did, and that's what Marvel is doing. Why doesn't DC take another route? Well, Why? they well they have taken another route, and it hasn't worked. Well, order are they did a Superman movie, they did a Batman movie. That was what everybody expected them to do in response to Iron Man and yeah, Captain America. But they were trying to like I'm a big defender of Batman vs Superman, but I will admit they tried to cram too much into that movie. Well, it was a good movie. I like that movie. To me, it's one of the best superhero movies. To be honest, in my opinion, I wouldn't put it up that high, but I, I do really like the movie. The, the yeah. ultimate edition that is like the extended I mean, cut is so much better. Yeah, when I watch a movie, I don't watch it just like a consumer. I watch it from like a filmmaker's perspective. So, you know, those who don't know, I'm also a filmmaker. So when I watch a movie, I watch it like, how is this a story? Not just, is this just a mashup of CGI with one very weak story? That's what story. I mean, the story was very convoluted. I think it was good. It was, you could see story arcs, you could see motivation, you could see some of the decisions didn't make sense, but you could see the motivation behind oh, yeah, everything. But, but, you know, but I, it but was thing nice. If... If Zack Snyder had stayed on, we would have mm -hmm. gotten his universe. I think they should have let him let's just yeah. let him finish his universe, mm -hmm. and yeah. then and then reboot it again and start your own the way you want it to. Yeah. But this is the, the, that's why DC, they're such in a wobbly place at the minute because you got the the remains of what the Zack Snyder verse was, mm -hmm. and they're now they're pretty much said that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Without concretely saying it, 
you know because I mean? they've taken away Superman. Yeah, you know? you know, Henry Cavill's pretty. I mean, I don't know if it's all if it's confirmed yet, but the rumors are pointing towards that he will no longer be Superman. Wait, um, Ben Affleck's probably not going to be Batman again. Let me summarize this. So, Cahill is no longer Superman. Affleck is no longer Batman. Do they want us to just forget Justice League happened? I don't know. Or BVS happened? I, I don't know, man. It's, it's tough. seems to be what they're going towards. But if they do that, are they going to say Wonder Woman happened? That this is this is the wobbly place that DC are in. It's isn't tough. It? It's tough. Anyway, but, but so leading on to that, we have this Birds of Prey movie, which is... Yeah. Uh, like what I just said, I think you need to establish your core characters first. I was against this movie. I was like, I, I'm interested. Look, I'm a DC diehard fan. I'm, yeah. I'm going to go see every DC movie that comes out. Yeah. But I still believe you should focus building your universe first before adding. Yeah. You know, I, uh, someone that I truly respect on a podcast I also listen to, uh, he said once, he's like, you should n- never let the universe take first place. Focus okay. on your characters and the universe will take care of itself. Never let let us sink in. Never let the universe take precedence over the characters. Yeah, forget about like, mm. follow like Iron Man one mm-hmm. wasn't thinking about the big Marvel universe to come. Mm-hmm. It focused on Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Do you know well, what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. You know, like I hate comparing Marvels and DC because they're different and they should be different. Yeah, or else it, it would all be the same. But at the end of the day, they aren't different. There are two studios that make superhero movies. Yeah. They can't be. But they make them in slightly different ways. Yeah. Now, with Birds of Prey, now with all this coming out, all the recent news, I'm getting more and more excited. And I do think I'm starting to lean on the edge of, like, maybe, yeah, we could get these more side-like characters and get their own movies and spin-offs. Uh, the one I am most looking forward to is obviously Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. Yeah. But they're facing up against Black Mask. Yeah. And Ewan McGregor's in talks to play Black Mask. Nice. Which makes me very excited. Nice. <laughs> Star Wars in me, yeah, nice. Yeah, I mean, uh, Ewan McGregor's a fantastic actor mm. to have it. And I don't think he's ever played a villain. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it'd be interesting to see him play as a villain. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that movie. I mean, that, it doesn't come out till, I think it's the Valentine's 2020. Yeah, it's not very far away. We're, considering we're already in December. Technically, yeah, just, you just know, over so, a year away. Yeah, it's just a year away. It's not very far. I mean, I think you know, I, 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 I salute that move to like give us characters we weren't expecting, because once, like I said, once Marvel came out with Iron Man and Captain America and all those guys, you would expect DC and Spider Man. You would expect DC to respond with Superman, Batman, mm-hmm. and all those guys. But I like the fact that they're brave enough to say. No, let's do let's do a Harley Quinn movie. Let's do a Joker movie. Let's do uh, name some of but let's do a Lex Luthor movie. Let I mean imagine a Lex Luthor. Imagine a mashup. Let's Lex Luthor. Have you seen The Wolf of Wall Street? I have. Yes. Yeah. Imagine like The Wolf of Wall Street, but it's Lex Luthor. Like you're talking about Wall Street, talking about making money and just how you built an empire. See, you you know what I say to that. Good idea. Don't give me a movie. Give me a TV series for that. Give me a 10-episode series. It will get boring. No, it won't. I don't think you can. Mm, well, but I mean... At, look at... Uh, it's a very popular TV show, Suits. Mm, yeah. You know, it could work. It's basically as... just a bunch of business people and lawyers and stuff like that. Yeah. But it, but it, they make it in a very entertaining way. True. I think true. you can do it like that. Um, you know, DC have got... They've just released their DC Universe uh, yeah. streaming service. Yeah. Which, that's, I think that's the future. Yeah. That's the future. I mean, that that's... 
an idea, you know, if Disney, if you're listening, uh, ring me up. It's <laughs> Warner Brothers, not Disney. Oh, sorry. Yeah, if you're listening, ring me up. But you see, that's the thing. If, if they can do that, because one of the, and this is what I was saying about Aquaman when we started. One of my greatest critiques of the movie industry right now is that there is nothing new on the menu. Everything is a remake, a reboot. And we're going to talk about reboots like down the show and something. Everything is a remake, a reboot. It's nothing is new. You watch a trailer and you already know what it's going to, the film is. You know, so, um, so I like it when things take new directions. I like it when new directions happen. So I'm just, you know, I think that's a good move, good bold move. And I think long may continue. Well, I think that that it sort of leads into our next topic where I don't know if you saw, but Sony, they've scheduled two dates in 2020 for their Marvel properties. No, I didn't. Uh, so, yeah, we've got uh, they haven't said the titles of the movies, but yeah. we can sort of speculate on what they will be. Uh, so we got uh, the 7th of July 2020. Yeah. And we've got the 7th of October 2020. Mm. Now, uh, 7th of October, I'm pretty much I'm very confident that's a shoe in for Venom 2. Okay. Venom 2 came out October this year. Yeah. Uh, it earned a lot of money. Yeah. Um, what do you think about the film? I didn't like the film. Yeah. Personally, I thought the story was very weak. Yeah. Uh, but that's for another time. Um, and then the July, I think that's going to be Morbius the Living Vampire. Mm. So they've already announced that movie. They've announced Jared Leto's coming on to play. Mm. Well, I don't know if he's playing Morbius the Vampire, but he's announcing the cast and... An actor like Jared Leto, you would think he'd play the lead. Yeah. Or a lead. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, why do you think so? Just, why do you think that's what it should, it's going to uh, be? Because he's just a fantastic actor. <laughs> I mean, come on, it's Jared Leto. Like, pretty much everything he does. Like, he's, a, he's a musical, he's, well, not just musical, he's just a creative genius. Mm. Whether it comes to acting or music or whatever. Uh, so that would be interesting, but I, I'm still unsure yeah. about this whole Sony universe so they're building a spider-man universe but without spider-man because they've got a deal with marvel mm -hmm. i'm very very unsure about how this is going to go i was always skeptical from the very beginning when they announced this mm -hmm. and then i saw venom and it didn't and it, it made it me, didn't move you did it, it didn't no it, if anything it made me feel like this universe is not going to work yeah i really don't think this is going to work because you, you're getting all these spider-man villains but it's what we were talking about with the, with the villains and stuff like that. Certain yeah. villains you can do spin-off movies and I think they're interesting enough to have their own movie or TV yeah. show, whatever. Other villains, I don't think they are interesting enough to take their own... I think, in my opinion, I think the, the villains are interesting, but it's the story format. It's the way mm. they are presenting it. Yeah. Like, imagine if Venom... They made it um, a space movie, something you know, because this well, that's thing what that's what that that's what they that's what they showed us. You know what I mean? Through all the marketing of that movie and all the trailers, they basically told us this is going to be a sci-fi horror, mm -hmm. and it's not what we got. Yeah, I mean that's the if they do so another. It's it a they, bit of false advertising. They there. could have brought the New York part of it at the end. Just let this happen somewhere else. Then the whole it infects a guy happens in the end. You know, I think they need to think, you know, so it's almost like there is um, a software. Yeah, this is what I think. It's almost like there's a software in, in the studio. They just go in and put in a few variables. Um, character, they put in the character's name. City, character, villain, this, this. They just put in those few variables and the software just churns those verbs and nouns and just spits out a story. It's so formulated. It's so everything fits into one way of doing it 
And I just think that the industry needs to be more creative. You know, I, that's my biggest gripe with all of well, this. Well, I think, I think where the industry needs to be more creative is, you know, as, as sad as it may be, mm-hmm. the, the, to be creative now, I think you have to step away from cinema. I think you have to move towards more TV. Because uh, Why? from a creative and financial standpoint, mm-hmm. uh, because uh, movies cost a lot of money to make, as you know. Mm-hmm. It's one of the it's one of the most expensive things to. It's, have in, it's expensive, it's, you know. Doesn't have to be, but it is. Yeah. Well, but they, you know, these movie studios, the executives, they have, you know, directors of boards and all this, and shareholders. That's the problem. They, they, yeah. they, they run. They run the system. Uh, so they put you so much money into a film, they need to make so much money back. So the only films that are really doing that now are either huge, big blockbusters like comic book movies or mm-hmm. sci-fi movies like Star Wars and things like that. Or uh, $5, $5, five million horror movies or, or rom-coms. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only time they place their money. Uh, and the more creative stuff you're now finding on Amazon Prime and Netflix. Well, uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but how many within the last three years? Yeah. Wouldn't you say you've watched better TV shows than movies? Yes, I have. However, there has been, there have been some, I mean, we also get out. Yeah. Low budget movie, very unique story. And it's so well, that, but, but that's precisely my point. You know, so there are, I mean, you've seen Quiet Place. It's, it's a low budget movie. That is, yeah. the, that is the only territory they'll give them if they want to be creative. Like, you can do what you want, but here's, you can only do it with five million. I mean, that's the problem. You don't need all that money. You need a good story. I mean, I digress here a bit, but did you, um, have you seen the, there's, you know, every year we get the John Lewis ad. Yeah. You know, and there's this filmmaker who did a Christmas ad, apparently for five pounds. And everybody's saying it's better than the John Lewis ad. Everybody, I don't know if you've seen it. It's, no, I don't know. I have not yeah, seen it's, it. Everywhere. It's, I even saw it on... on no, no. I, no I, so I the, agree guy, with the guy... Money does not make quality. It doesn't make quality. What you need... And the story... the guy, It's just a very touching story. You know, of a guy who... Um, who he, You know, we see the normal thing you see in every Christmas movie. In every Christmas TV ad. Somebody preparing for Christmas. And you're about to switch it off. Everybody preparing for Christmas. Then at the end, what happens is this guy... His mom died of a terminal illness when he was really young. But before she died, she recorded a Christmas message to him for every single year. So every Christmas day, he takes one of those tapes and he listens to it. And it was just so touching. Now, that's a very, it's a very unique take on Christmas. You know, it's remembering those that we've lost. You know, it's a very unique take. And everybody's saying it's way, way better than the one that John Lewis spent millions of pounds As they on do doing, every year. As yeah. they do every year. You know, it's a thing now. John Lewis is the coke of, you know, the coke of those Christmas days. Christmas ads, yeah. Yeah, you know, so um, it's not about the money. It's not about the CJ. It just give us a good story. Oh, no, exactly. But you that's know. why, but this is exactly what I'm pointing towards is like some of the best stories are very low budget or on TV, which is also very low budget. I mean, look at Daredevil, man. Daredevil was made for peanuts. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Daredevil doesn't cost them anything. Yeah. You know, uh, and it's some of the best stuff I've seen. Yeah, but they, I mean, Daredevil could, I mean, take one episode of Daredevil, they could have just made it a movie. Imagine if we but didn't you have... Neg- you, it wouldn't have been as good. It would have been, 
It wouldn't, it wouldn't have been, been as good. The, the whole, I mean, the whole point, the whole. So Daredevil. So it's thirteen episodes. That's effectively yeah. it. for me. The way I look at TV shows now is that the thirteen-hour movies. Yeah. Because when you have that time, you can stretch out the story. You can really dive into the characters. Mm-hmm. You can focus. Like you can have one-off episodes that focuses on one particular character. Yeah. Like they did in Daredevil, Karen. Yeah. And they gave her a lot more of a backstory. Yeah. You don't get to do that in film. In film, it's very much. Let's but you go, can let's go. do. You you can do. You know, you in can, film, but then you, people, but then people the difference. Get bored. No, the difference is that you know the difference is in film, you 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 can do it in five minutes, but in a TV series, you can do it in three episodes. It's the same thing. What you want to do, you want to communicate. This person had oh, when about, done well. It can yeah, be, yeah. You know, so it's so it's it's not about. It can't work in a film. No, or it, it, I'm it, not it, saying it, it can't can. work in the film, but I'm saying statistics show at the minute that it's working much better in TV than it is in film. I mean, not really. Not. I mean, the stats may show it, but I, I, I tend to think, you know, I don't know, man. You know, obviously hindsight is just a good thing. Hindsight is twenty twenty, and you can look back and say, yeah, the stats say this and this. Because we've not tried something mm. doesn't mean it will work, you know. I just think that the studio, they've seen something that works and they're just going to stick to what works because all they're interested in is the money. They're not interested in the creativity. They're not interested in, you know, exciting us. They're just interested in, this is what we're going to be doing. If it's going to give us 10 billion pounds, this is what we're going to do. Till that 10 billion pounds starts to diminish and we stop making 10 billion pounds, this is what we're going to be doing. You know, once we start making money like this and we start making money like this, we'll start doing that. There is no longer that... Some studios do it much better than others, though. Like, how do you mean? So, like, you say they, they find a formula and it yep. works for them and they and stick they to it. And just stick to it, yeah. So, you just have to look at Marvel Studios. Yep. They found a formula and it works. But it doesn't stop them with each new movie coming out showing you something new and different. Yeah, they just show and, you... And still earning a lot of money. Yeah, because... They, they are the one studio... Out of Warner Brothers, out of Lucasfilm, out of any of the other franchises at the minute, they are the one studio that have made pretty much every movie they've made has been yeah. pretty at least decent. Yeah. Do you so, know, what I, mean? I don't think they've made a bad movie. No. Uh, they. Ant Man. I mean, I, I really like Ant Man as a movie, <laughs> but uh, there's a couple of others that I thought, yeah, like Iron Man three and stuff for that. Yeah. However they've made some of the best comic book movies ever yeah. while still sticking to their formula. Winter Soldier was basically a pol- political thriller but coated over with a Marvel sleeve. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and we're still here 10 years on. In, look, just look at Infinity War. It yeah, had a Marvel formula yeah. but it's become one of the best comic book movies ever made. Mm-hmm. But here's because the thing. of the characters and the depth and the storytelling. But it's the, the storytelling of these characters. But here's the thing, right? There's something I call, it's a personal term, are you using a number? There's something I call the Tetris mentality. You know, the Tetris mentality. Um, we've all played Tetris before. You know the game Tetris where you arrange some blocks. When you arrange the blocks perfectly, it disappears. Only your mistakes stick out. You know, you know there's so... Now, what the tet- my Tetris mentality means is sometimes when things go well, they disappear. It's only when things go bad that you see them. Now, flipping it the other way around is we think that 
they're doing it the best way because they are making money. And that's what we are seeing. We do not know the things that they could have been doing better. But because th this film is making 1 billion, we don't know if they could have done it differently to make 10 billion. We're only looking at it now because, yes, it's made money. Yes, but, but there are things that could have for, been done. Forget about the money. They're, they're making good films, though. They're making good films, but I think... It's not about the money. They're making, not, they're making great films. Like, really? Yes, really. I, you know, Infinity War, I'll just go out and say that. That's one of the best pieces of cinema I have ever seen. No, the story. Think about... When you, when you think about a film, think about the story. I think I don't judge it all in one. Yeah, you mean... You have, to judge, you have to judge it on all its one. And also, I think this is something I've, I've standed by for yeah. such a long time, mm -hmm. is that you need to judge something by what it is and not what you wanted it to be. True, yeah. That's Star Wars. That's one for the Star Wars. Debate. Yeah, that's, but, well, yeah. It's, for, it's for any franchise. It's for any well, franchise. Yeah, but the thing is this, you know, I when I watch a film, you know, when I watch a film, because um, when I watch a film, I watch it for the story. What oh, is yeah, the story? Oh yeah, I watch you it know. for the story and the characters. Just, yeah, the characters make up the story. You can't have a story obviously without characters. That would be a mute. Well, be no, you say that because you can have some great characters, but a lame story happens all the time. Look at Dead um, Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. Yeah, <laughs> said yeah. You know, you can that can happen. Uh, Justice League. Yeah, There's exactly. Great characters, poor story. You see, so um, to me, it's the story is the story is a character's journey. What does a character do from start? Where is he at the start? Where does he want to go to? What is stopping him from being getting there? That's what a story should comprise of. Sometimes they use CGI character, um, big names. They do this a lot. This is a trend now in Hollywood where they use big names to patch up the fact that they actually don't have a story. You watch some of these superhero movies and it's the same thing over and over again. Nothing new. They've just used some fancy CGI, some clever marketing and a big name to pa pa um, plaster over the fact that there's nothing new here. It's just mm -hmm. the same old, same old, same old. Okay. Anyway, I, mean, I, 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 I mean, I agree with you in some, some sense and disagree with you in others. I just think, I think they could some, do I, 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 Some studios, again, yeah, that, that's pretty much what they do. I think that's what they did with Venom. Yeah. They just stuck Tom Hardy's name on it. Yeah. Uh, no story. To, to made okay. up for the poor movie, which he was great. Tom he Hart, would be. Tom, He's Tom, Tom, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy was He's great. Tom Hardy. He was great He'd in be good. Uh, I mean, it's just but I, it's just the movie. But then I have to disagree with you in the sense of of Marvel, like they, like I said, they're producing quality movies and they're producing them to a high standard. They are. They you are. Know, like what I'm saying. All I'm saying is, a new, whenever a new Star Wars movie is coming out, or whenever a new DC movie is coming out, there's always, however excited I am to watch these movies, there's yeah. always a bit of thing in me, but. What if it sucks? Mm -hmm. What if it sucks? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I have that feeling. Of I don't Aquaman. have that with Marvel movies. No, you don't because I go into it's that been movie done and, and going, I'm probably going to enjoy this movie. Yeah. What I'm all I'm saying, and you're absolutely correct. Marvel is doing a good job with the with the with the brands, but all I'm saying is, I think they can do better. Most people watch the movie for its production value, not necessarily for its story. Most people. Nobody wants to be that guy that hasn't seen Justice League or that guy that hasn't seen Infinity Wars or that guy. Yeah. Nobody goes for the story. They just go for I everybody's seen it. I need to see it. Like, it's because it's, it's pop it's, culture. It, it, it's they the are culture. The, the blockbusters. Yeah, they're the block but everybody wants to see a blockbuster. It's not necessarily Which a was story. started by Star Wars. 
Yeah, exactly. You know, it's not necessarily. But when I watch a film like The Quiet Place, like Get Out, you know, all these independent films that I'm like, wow, I'm watching it because this is a good film. It has a good story, a unique take on stuff. You know, and and I, you know, I just think that imagine if these people had the freedom. These creative people that haven't lost it had freedom and the cash and backing that is being put on blockbusters. Imagine how. But you 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 just almost contradicted yourself. How? But you just said you don't need money to make a good movie, so why should we give them the money? No money. No, I don't. They're they're making a pretty good movie, like Get Out. No, okay, they're making a pretty good movie with very little money. Yeah, okay, that may sound like a contradiction. Let me a lot of money. Yeah, but okay, let me clarify what I meant. Yeah, that sounds like a contradiction, but. In my opinion, money is an amplifier. It shouldn't be... It, uh, money should amplify what you already have. It shouldn't be, like, you know, it shouldn't be the main thing. It should just help you to do what you're already doing very well. Okay. You know, so that's why I think money is. So they already have a good story. Give them money to make that story bigger. It's not you have the money, then now let's look for a story to spend this money on you know i'm put i'm more like the story before the money i think the studios are doing the money before the mm. story so that's so that's just, right but yeah. the, stu- the studios are just fronting the money for me i you have to look at who the filmmakers are not this not the studio producing it yeah do you know what i mean so yeah, we, w- when you get directors like the russo brothers yeah and you get directors like ryan coogler who mm-hmm. not obviously black panther was a hit but you have to remember he did two feature films before that which were very good yeah both of them were fantastic so i'd watched those films prior to black panther and then Mm -hmm. he was announced i was like what a great casting yeah Uh, it's a casting what what a great you know hiring yeah yeah that he's doing the of course i'm so proud of that guy you have to focus on the filmmakers really which is why (coughs) sorry going back to aquaman i have high hopes for it because i have high hopes on james one yeah, I mean, I think he's a fantastic storyteller. The 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 when I see they've hired this director to do the film, what I think is what are they trying to say? So when you hire um, every director, and I say this as a director, every director has a style, has a way of telling a story. So when a studio hires a director, it tells me that this is the way they want to tell this story. They want to tell well, it very. You say like that when you hire Michael Bay. Yeah, well, Michael Bay has a certain type of storytelling. But in the case of James Wan, in his defense, so Warner Brothers gave him an open slate. They said, these are all our heroes. Which one do you want to do? And he said, I want to do Aquaman. Mm. So he already knew the story in his head because he's like, I want to do Aquaman. So why did he pick Aquaman? So he already had a story. Not the executives, not the studio. He did. Hmm. A lot of ambiguities. A lot of things we don't know, but um, I mean... We can talk about this for the rest of the show. Yeah, but we'll, we'll come back to this. We'll come back. Okay. I think we'll we'll need to um, come crack, back. Crack on to the end of the show, which will be our review. Yeah, um, for the crimes of Grindelwald, mm. which was released last Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's been out over a week now. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it. I've seen. I've seen. I've seen. Um, Fantastic Beasts. So where to find one. them? Yeah. So. Tell me without spoiling it because I'm still no no see spoilers it. here. Uh, I I understand there's some people who may not have seen it. Yeah. Uh, Tell me about it. Uh, overall, yeah, I was quite disappointed with the film. Really? Yeah, I was very disappointed with the film. 
Uh, it was very convoluted. There was far too many characters, mm. far too many stories to put mm. into place. Mm. Um, it, you know, it fell into a trap of making the world smaller, like having people related to people. Do, do you know right, what I mean? I see like, what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like they're yeah. not sort of their own individual characters. Mm. That you know that uh, J.K. Rowling is like trying to tie it into the Harry Potter movies and certain Harry Potter characters. Yeah, which I look see. to a certain extent you have to do because it's all part of the same universe. But there was a lot of things that just did not add up mm. to me. Mm. Um, fantastic performances. Mm. Uh, Eddie Redmayne, mm. he was he's, very he's, good. He's, he's a fantastic, fantastic actor. Uh, he he does it again as Newt Scamander. I mm. uh, love him. Uh, Johnny Depp was very good as Grindelwald. Grindelwald yeah. Uh, Jude Law as Dumbledore. Yeah. He was okay. Mm. He didn't have much to do. Jude Law is one of those actors where um, I would watch him doing anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would. Most things he, he's yeah. in, I, I I watch. I really rate him as an actor. Yeah. Uh, he was okay as Dumbledore. I don't think that he just wasn't given enough to do. So here's the thing, right? When I'm watching it, right? I'm so. I know everybody will hate me for saying this. I'm not into Harry Potter. I don't hate it. And I've seen all the movies, but it just didn't get me. Mm -hmm. You know, it didn't get me like Star Wars. It didn't get me like Lord of the Rings. It just didn't get me. So when I'm watching these movies, I'm not watching it as a tie-in to the Harry Potter universe. Mm -hmm. I'm just watching them as their own thing. You know, so which which is a good way to, yeah. to look at these movies. So, I, do it, you think? I think. Do you think? Not think that your opinion has been influenced because you know the Harry Potter universe. That's why you think of it this way. Uh, yes and no. Mm. I think. I think yes in the sense of like you know you have certain rules of canon in your head. Yeah. Of like you know you can't do this because of this person said that. Yeah. There's certain restrictions. Yeah. But at the same time, just overall as a movie. There was there was just a lot wrong with it story wise. Mm. I thought there was at times, which is very surprising because it's the J.K. You know, Rowling. Yeah, J.K. Rowling I'm wrote, wrote, wrote yeah, the movie. I'm really surprised. You know, she's yeah. a fan, she's a fantastic writer f f for books, obviously, yeah. as we know. Uh, she wrote the first Fantastic Beast movie, mm -hmm. and which I think which was I good. Really, which yeah. I really enjoyed. I it. It. Like, it did a very good job of, of bringing you back to the Potter world mm. without you know saying this is Harry Potter, mm -hmm. um, and it was a very magical movie. Yeah, this one lost that magic. I think. Huh. Uh, this movie, it reminded me a lot of the Deathly Hallows Part 1, mm. where that's basically half a story. So that's why it was, it was a big setup for the second movie. So nothing actually happened. This, that's, this one felt a lot like that. It felt like this was... So the first one introduced you to the world, and this one just felt like a bunch of setup for the next movie. Mm. It didn't feel like it, it was its own movie. It was just like, here's a bunch of information. So you are going to do another movie. Uh, yeah, uh, well, because they're, they're doing five of these movies. Wow, I hate it when they do that. So, so I, like they, it, I, I like it when a movie sets you up for the next one, but I asked in the third and final but the, act. But yeah, but this was all that this movie was. Yeah, this movie that. was just all a setup. Yeah, I hate that. Uh, there were certain characters in there that I did not careful yeah. and it's because of the problem of uh, it was so many characters and so many storylines all these story threads and story arcs it was just got way too busy for mm. me it's not a bad movie in the slightest there's a lot to take from it there's a lot to be enjoyed if mm -hmm. you're a fan of the Harry Potter movies 100% go see this movie yeah. the visual effects are fan fantastic yeah. the cinematography is brilliant uh, like I said very good performances story wise though very disappointed. Could have been a lot better. I'll go see it. It's very hard. To me, it's slightly inconceivable that J.K. Rollins will write a story that isn't mm -hmm. amazing. The, so the thing I'd is, you, you, because you haven't seen it, you, there are yeah. plenty of people out there who loved it. 
Yeah, I probably it, you know, you know, it's because like, I'm watching it. You know, the Rotten Tomatoes score, I think it's around the 40 to 50 region. <sighs> what do they know? <laughs> well, right, but, that, but that, that, that's based off math. That's not based off someone. Exactly. You know, um, I'll, I'll go see it. I've, I'll go see it. I know, it 100%, because yeah. you may love it. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, and, and not, not, like I said, it's not, it's not a bad movie. Yeah. I didn't hate the movie at all. I, I enjoyed the movie. Yeah. I had, you know, enjoyed going to cinema to watch it. But there were just some times where I was just so confused. And, like, yeah. and, and you know, my, my, I went with my girlfriend to see it, and, and she's a huge Harry Potter fan. Mm-hmm. And there were times in that movie that confused her. Yeah, wow, wow, wow. Uh, and she's you know huge on Harry Potter, so she knows all the nooks and crannies of that universe. Yeah, uh, that's the thing, you know, because um, maybe I'm just watching it. It's sort of like you know, I think we've had this discussion before, where we we're talking about the Last Jedi. We won't talk about Star Wars because that's stuff. But you know, there are people that watched the Last Jedi as a movie, mm-hmm. you know, and they enjoyed it. But those of us who watched The Last Jedi as part of the whole Star Wars saga mm-hmm. didn't love it because it somehow didn't tie into it. So I think I'm in that p- situation where I watch, I'm going to watch it as it's movie Oh, no, you, should, you should judge it on its own. Not on but, the way it ties into the entire yeah, universe. Yeah, no, 100%. Like, yeah. yeah, so my overall thoughts is, is go see this movie. You'll, you'll have fun. Um, if you're like, if you're a big fan of the Harry Potter movies, you'll have a lot of fun with this. And it'll take you back to that magical world but just be aware, for me anyway, the story didn't quite hit it as the first one did, mm. or the other Harry Potters. Yeah. Okay. So we're about to we're almost out of time, but just a few things I just wanted to just get your thoughts on. You know, um, Jessica Jones production started. Oh yeah, Jessica Jones season three. Yeah. Uh, it came out. It literally came out of nowhere. I think it was dropped yesterday that yeah. they started production on it, and I was like, well, okay, <laughs> like that's coming. Love it. Um, I'm happy, happy that it's Very got. A, happy. It's, I'm happy it's got a season three. Yeah. Considering that Luke Cage and Iron Fist have both got oh, cancelled, uh, I, I, I was kind of worried about what's going to happen with the Netflix universe. Uh, obviously. Yeah, I mean, next year Disney launch their streaming site, Disney yeah. Plus. Uh, and when that launches, pretty much every Disney property that's out there it's is going to get stripped of it. it. Probably that's why they're closing. You know, I mean, like. I was so upset when they cancelled Luke Cage. Yeah, I know you were a big fan of Luke Cage. Yeah, I was but... because, you know, and they set up season two to have a, 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 an epic season three. The end of season two of Luke Cage was like, whoa, you're like, I can't wait for season three because they've just set up everything. Then they go on and cancel it. Mm. I mean, Iron Fist, you know, I can understand why they cancelled it. I mean, it. the first season outright sucked. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. I, you know, yeah, and then I watched the second season. It was it, it was a lot better, a lot. It wasn't great, but it, it was a lot better. It wasn't Luke Cage? You know, I I loved the first half of season one, mm. and then it sort it sort of loses itself for me in the second half. But I really really rated season two. Oh, season two was so season two good. was so good. So and like you said, they set it up for season three so yeah. perfectly. I was like, oh my god, I want it now, but. Well, now we're never going to get it. Quick question. Did they touch um, The Punisher? Uh, I, sh- it, I think it's finished shooting season two. Okay. So yeah, I think I Punisher, Punisher has got at least another season out. Jessica yeah. Jones has got, obviously, now it's season three. Start production, so that's coming out. Uh, we don't know about Daredevil season four, though. I mean, Daredevil season four, they kind of ended it. They, they, they ended it, but you could still... 
turn tell another story. Yeah, you can. That's you could keep on do, going. Yeah, if they, that's the Hollywood thing I'm talking about. You know, when something works, they just keep going. They don't want yeah. to do anything new. So if they do that, I would say the same thing I've said about Hollywood movies. They're not being creative. Enough of the kingpin. We've had him for two seasons. Mm-hmm. Let's let him just go somewhere. Oh yeah, we need uh, somebody. Yeah, we else. need another villain. I mean, yeah. obviously the introduction of Bullseye. Yeah, he wasn't actually bullseye in this in this season, so mm-hmm. that's why if they did make a season four, I think they should focus on him actually being bullseye. Like yeah. he, he's fully bullseye now. Yeah, with the sort whole, of thing. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. Then, uh, yeah, is there anything else? Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's something. Um, it, it's 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 funny. How, how are we doing on time? Oh, uh, we're right? almost done. But uh, there's this petition I saw online, where it wasn't a petition though. It was sort of like um a poll they ran, and they asked um the public. What franchise would you love to see rebooted? And you know what franchise came up on top? Back to the Future. Mm. So the public thinks that we need a reboot of the Black Back to the Future franchise. What do you think? I mean, I'm personally not interested in seeing it. Okay, good. We agree on something. <laughs> um, you know, I love the first movie. Yeah didn't really care for two and three mm-hmm. i don't know it's 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 one of those movies that it is integrated into our culture the first one anyway yeah that when you s- start to reboot them oh, it's it's a difficult one because there, there's a difference between reboot and a continuation of story yeah 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 mm-hmm. do you know what i mean yeah um a perfect example of a reboot is like the J- Jurassic World yeah. movies. I think mm-hmm. they're pretty much reboots. I think they touch on the older ones, mm-hmm. but they basically pretty much are reboots. And first one was okay. I haven't seen the second one. Not really interested. Not missing much. Because uh, I didn't like the sequels of the original as well. The original is just so classic and so good. Yeah. I didn't really care for the sequels or anything like I, that. I mean, I'm of the opinion that there are certain pop culture films that you should just let them remain where what they, they are. are yeah mm. where they are you know i agree I imagine agree. like doing a reboot of the terminator i mean like what? well they've done so many sequels exactly well. they've uh, all been terrible yeah been terrible like... they're just some things you just need to leave them they are good because they are old just leave them where they are we just want to watch the bad not they are not bad but we just want to see the technology at the time you know and we just want to watch it the a movie is a movie a good movie is a good movie yeah regardless movie. of the technology yeah, exactly, like, exactly. Yeah, Just a story leave, is a story. Leave, 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 leave. Um, leave Back to the Future alone. Leave Terminator alone. Leave Ghostbusters alone. Leave, you know. I mean, I did like Halloween, but you know, some of these things just leave them. The yeah, way I mean, they are. that's that's what I mean. You also, you also have the exceptions where they it does very well. Yeah, like Halloween. Yeah, that uh, well. and I then like it. it's not so much of a reboot; it's more of a continuation of the story thirty years later. But Blade Runner did that as well. Mm. Where I actually thought 2049 was better than the original. I like the original better, but that's talk for another that's day. That's talk yeah. another time, but yeah. Yeah, maybe, I mean, maybe we need to talk about this in another episode. We need to... T- really I, think, I think that's a whole episode where yeah. really talking about reboots and remakes yeah. and if stuff it's like really that. good, there's just, you know, there's, there's so many... Yeah, we probably need to dedicate some more time to talk about it in the future, but yeah. We'll, we'll set it up. We'll, um, we'll set up an episode where we talk about uh, reboots remakes and sequels yeah and prequels yeah yeah and uh and, and you know just talk about do you think if, if it's necessary should it happen and 
right. And what's the state of the industry about it? Yeah, so as we're about to end, let me ask, what are you seeing this week? What are you seeing this week? What movie? This week, yep. uh, well, I am actually going to see uh, Wreck It Ralph comes out next week. Yeah, Wreck It uh, Ralph Two breaks the internet. Break, breaks yeah. the internet. That'll be nice. I like that movie. Uh, yeah, I love the first one. Yeah, me too. Uh, it should it. be a fun. And the uh, you know the early reviews seem to be very good. So yeah, I'm mm-hmm. gonna go see that one. Mm-hmm. That's coming out. Uh, other than that, I mean, we have got Aquaman next month yeah. and Mary Poppins. Yeah, I think I'm... That's I'm, pretty much for this year. Those are pre- Oh, and we can't forget um, the Into the Spider-Verse movie. Yes, it's out that, this week. That's that's out next, next month. month yeah. Next month, yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going to see Wreck-It Ralph 2, and uh, I'm now going to see The Crimes of Guild War. You see what I'm saying about new concepts? Wreck-It Ralph, totally new concept. It's an old story, video game movies, and that's something we'll talk about, video game movies, but they did it in a new way. Mm. Instead of just making it a Wreck-It Ralph movie... They made it, they told the same story, but in a different way. And I really like that. I rate that a lot. And that's what I'm saying Hollywood needs to do more of. Well, Jake, it's been an awesome pleasure, this episode. And we'll be back next week. Cool. I'll see you again next week. See you next week. Bye, all.